Mr. Frank Skinner. Absolute Radio. Quickie, Alan's you know, back from holiday and he's got that... You know, he's come back from holiday, you think? Well... I've, uh, I've spent some time in Brighton. He's been week. away, but he's got that glow. You know when someone oh. comes back with the glow? Oh, yeah. yeah. Sunburn. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Slight sunburn. OK. How long were you in uh, Brighton? Um, Tuesday till today. Oh, I thought you just went down for a gig, but you, you made no, it no, into I've got a trip. a couple of nights there. Oh, it's like when you get like when you play Bournemouth in the Premier League and you go down there for the weekend and have a bit yeah. of fun. Oh, okay. Yeah, very similar to that. Nice idea. I um, I feel like we're ignoring the elephant in the well, room. Well, I feel somewhat. we're doing well, that very, thing. That's of... very flattering. Thank you. <laughs> Well, some I'm, afraid like that. I'm afraid at home you won't, you, won't get that, you won't get that joke to explain. It's one of those jokes that you'll appreciate further down the line and, and it'll be worth so much more. There was a thing that um, <laughs> happened last week. I think we had an email, didn't we, about We did. We did. Um, I mean, I was in absentia last week. You was? So what, what's it like? I've never been there. Yeah, it's all right. It's not as good as Brighton. I imagine um, it's, it's run by some tin pot dictator. <laughs> absentia. <laughs> That's Darren nice. Anderton, apparently. A bit like, um, who's the, who's the, what's the name of the place in Chitty Chitty Bang Bang? Oh, well, yes, um, it's like one of those Moldavia. Yeah, one of those yeah. places. Moldavia's real estate. Yeah, Moldova <laughs> was in Dynasty. Okay. Okay. Um, okay. Well, I've just, anyway. I'm trying to not distract myself from this email, but I, I do have an anecdote that I may pop back to at some point Bull during market. the morning. Oh, okay. Can I put another um, tab? As I say, I wasn't here last week. Dear Alan, the DME, and in this instance, particularly Mr Skinner, long-time reader, uh, first-time writer. I've just been listening to the podcast. It's Tuesday today, this arrived. <laughs> a mere three days since you broadcast the show, but in many ways a different world altogether. I've just heard a comment from which... Uh, from Frank, which I feel needs to be brought up. On Saturday, this may have been a throwaway comment that most readers will have forgotten, but could make the next show very interesting. (laughs) Frank mentioned a T-shirt he'd been gifted, something to do with the Ashes, (laughs) and he pointed out that we weren't doing so well in our then-current match. So poorly, in fact, he said he'd do the next show wearing just that T-shirt should we win. I'll just leave that there. Praise, (laughs) etc. 814. And he's not alone... Although you might be feeling quite alone this morning because <laughs> Ollie Wilton got in touch with us. If we win this match, I'll do next week's show in just this T-shirt. I look forward to seeing how the 1996 Rear of the Year is holding up. Oh, nice. I'm afraid well, it's but... broken away from its mooring. When we had a studio yeah. webcam, that could I can't have wait the to see Em's face when Frank does next week's show in just his T-shirt. Feel mm-hmm. sorry for Emily and Alan after what was promised. It goes on. Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> Yes. When um, when we won that um, game and... Um, cricket. Yeah, you, I had... You reached uh, for the arsenic. I, I had uh, <laughs> several dilemmas around the game because I didn't actually see the glorious ending live... Oh, Unlike because I was I was lost in <laughs> I was lost in Tottenham. I was driving round and round Tottenham looking for somewhere to park. Oh. That was how I celebrated it. Okay. Um, I said, on the radio but good, when I, I got an alert saying um, England have won, yeah, and I remember thinking, I, I bet people didn't even hear me say it was such a <laughs> it was such a casual remote. How could I have possibly thought that about radio? Mm. You know, we get sometimes we get texts saying, "Oh, I, I like that joke that the other two are completely," yes. and it, they're, they're picked on the slightest throwaway. That's love what I it. love about it. Yeah. The, so you made a promise. Hoisted. And, I made a promise. But I know the producers just handed you a fez. The, the miniature fez. I do hope. Yeah, but it won't, it won't fit in there. Have you got a? <laughs> Uh, six and seven eights. Oh, that last count. <laughs> the best of Frank Skinner. Absolute Radio. So anyway, um, so then I was in a situation where I think Emily contacted me, and I saw Emily came to my house. Actually, that's how desperate it was, <laughs> and said, um, "Oh, I've had loads of uh, tweets about you having to uh, do it in just a t-shirt next week." Uh, it was like a cobra meeting. Well. Yeah. Okay, okay, everyone, <laughs> come on. So um, I, uh, yeah, but again, thanks. <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, so 
I what I did is I got in contact with um, our um, legal department. No, uh, <laughs> I sort of with our esteemed leader. I think they. Uh, is that, All right. Whatever the term they use. I'll divine esteemed leader. Um, yeah. Um, uh, Paul Sylvester is like uh-huh. Mr. Absolute in many yeah. ways, and. Um, he said to me, you can, because I, 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 we have three, you know, we have not just Emily, but two um, female members of staff. And mm-hmm. I don't know, I thought, well, I don't, know, I don't know what the situation three is. Three ladies. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> they like it. Well, well that was my question. <laughs> um, we can't so, assume uh, that. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> three little maids from school. Three little maids. Um, We're probably making this work. But can I just say, yeah. I... I got involved, as they say in the East End. Yeah. Uh-huh. And I did, you know, Frank was ever so sweet, Al. He was very conscious of not putting anyone in an uncomfortable position. My response to this was, yeah, nice try, mate. Your face is on the tea towel now. You're doing it. It's yeah. all done. Um, but he was <laughs> conscious. I did discuss it with the the, the women folk here. Um, we were absolutely set on him doing this. Uh-huh. <laughs> but I did get a directive yep. that, in fact, I couldn't completely carry out my things. I had to wear... Um, I had to wear pants. <laughs> oh, right. And um, actually, the... Um, the, the um, esteemed leader said um, <laughs> they had to be boxers. It was an interesting... Right. Oh. Interesting uh, distinction. Introducing an well, element of, of jeopardy, I would say. Yeah, yeah I, 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 you know, briefs. Um, yeah. What about if I always wore briefs? Yeah, OK, I'm feeling a bit boxes. sick. I said you could do it. <laughs> I didn't it just say. seems wrong wearing boxers for a cricket bet. Good point. But, you know, but anyway, I went with the boxers. Well, obviously... Um, Gary Lineker, Gary Winston Lineker, oh, yes. has uh, set the precedent here. Yeah, but he basically wore football Ooh. shorts, in my opinion. Okay. Whereas yeah. I've just, I've just put my usual boxers on. Have you? Oh, right, they yeah. sound nice. Um, <laughs> but I, I would have gone briefs because briefs was nearer to the brief, so to speak. Yes. But, Frank, um, the fez has been placed on your desk again. Yeah, I know. Um, <laughs> am I going to get my face slapped during the music? Don't mention it again. Anyway, it's, um, so I am, I'm, in fact, I'm here in, um, in my T-shirt and pants. That's how I'm mm-hmm. doing the show this morning. It's as close as I could get in the current climate <laughs> to carrying out my... Uh, so it didn't happen. Yeah. Well, you can you can certainly do pics. That's fine. I think I have to. Oh, uh, I have to do my penance, <laughs> as they say in the Catholic Church. Absolute Radio. The best of Frank Skinner. Absolute Radio. Yeah, there used to be a, a, a little <laughs> poem on um, force. Do you remember that? Um, there was a um, breakfast cereal called Force. Strange limerick. <laughs> it's a really weird <laughs> title for Force. Uh, and it, it had a, 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 a character leaping <laughs> over a fence on I'm the top. I'm assuming cover. I can right. work out what, it, what was in it. Yeah. <laughs> force, that's what was it's in it. brand-based. And uh, I don't think it was. And it, and it used to say, over the wall jumps Sonny Jim. He's got force inside of him. And I always thought, I'm not happy. Even as a kid, I thought that they could have done better than that. But there's a proverb about um, um, barrier leaping, if you need one. (laughs) Over the wall, I mean, Sonny Jim as well. That'd be a real soul. He didn't even look like a child. Can I go back to the... um, He looked like a middle-aged man, the drawing. Oh. Yeah, like he'd been called Sonny Jim when he was a kid and stuck with it, which is, you know... What's that? You've got to get it right. The Scots Oats man always was yeah. bang on, I find. Mm-hmm. He looked good That's in a kilt. That's what I've heard about him. <laughs> but I didn't feel he was making a fool of himself, trying no. to look too young. Are those people still mm-hmm. around? People who Scots are sort Oats. of famous for adverts only. I mean, since... Um, Jolly Green Giant? Mm. Well, since um, Go Compare Man... Oh yeah. Who in the in the latest advert is involved in quite a serious <laughs> road accident? I can't right? believe it. Oh, He's literally the car though. has overturned and and the and the girl <laughs> compare man's having to crawl out the wreckage in an advert. 
And then he sings. <laughs> no, he doesn't sing. He's in a terrible state. He shook up um, to high heaven. Oh, no. Um, what is that sort of Mike Lee cello music at the end? It's a sort of man talking about um, comparing things. Oh. What, in, in, standing in the after. There's a, there's a fabulous picture. Elvis, apparently, used to listen to police radios oh, and yeah. used to attend um, car accidents and stuff like that because <laughs> he was given a police badge. And my favourite Elvis picture ever... He's a nuisance. He's Elvis at the scene of a, a, a proper like wrecked car, and it's at night, and it's Elvis in a full-length leather jacket with a mat right down to his feet, with a massive torch and and uh, shades on, uh, walking around, sort of inspecting the wreckage. And then, Mind your own business, Elvis. <laughs> Oh yeah, so I don't know, if, but that maybe that's um, that's what this bloke's doing. But I didn't like it at all. I didn't like uh, the girl compare me. I don't like the melancholy actor. feel. I'm worried that yeah. what they're going to do is do an Ellie Goulding. Go compare at the end now, you yeah. know, because they'll have to make it. Uh, I don't like that. No, <laughs> no I just like him to sing Go Compare. He's jolly like. with a moustache. Yeah, um, but I think he's the last. Um, what about Alexandra? Alexandra. Who's that? Are they, um, that's not a real person, though, is it? <laughs> Sorry. Whereas the Go Compare man, I'm not saying that's who he is in real life. Yeah, exactly. No, I don't think it is. Well, if you, if you knew my parents, that's what everyone was like. Um, I but let's just say, you know, our thoughts are with his family. I hope he's, uh, I hope he's come through that crash all right. It'd be terrible. Imagine if in the next thing he's like, you know... He's in a coma or something. It'd be awful. I hope they, I hope they stop eventually destroying him as a, as a, as a, as an entity. The best of Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. Five oh, seven nine has sent us an interesting message. Uh, oh yeah, Frank M and Al. I used to eat Oxo cubes as a child, and I still do. Good on you. I'm yeah. in my late 40s. Okay. Think yourself lucky if that's your diet. <laughs> and then, well, do you think that's it? You think salt would be all right, must be all right for you yeah, after I'll all. I'll must, have a lot of tummy rumbles. Must have with a glass of orange squash. Oh. <laughs> that's gross. What do you mean? Ooh, like that's nice. I like the sound of that. Well, all right, I'm going to have to take back my thought about the next sentence. Never met anyone else that did this until I met my husband. Love you all, darling. See, that's, how we find, that's how we find... Um, the right person yeah in life well I if I they was, eat oxo cubes I, well, and if drink they, orange squash if you meet someone who has a, sim, a similar it's quirk a cocktail that oh, is that no. when I say a similar quirk mm. I don't mean obviously poorly <laughs> <laughs> um, we it's didn't that think, one of the other families we didn't families. think you meant that no. so you're, you're going out with Pauline quirk and they're going out with like um, Linda Robson Helen quirk <laughs> who's her cousin who looks quite a bit like her Mm-hmm. Um, I, I I got in the other night late. Yes. Um, what I, time was late? Well, it was about one, one in the morning. Oh, right? that it's late, is late. Late for me. And, you know, I sat down, I had a nice orange squash. And I thought to myself, is it too late for orange squash? It really felt that uh. it's not a nighttime drink. Yeah. Yes, I mean, it's not really a... It's not really a sort of 2019 drink, if I'm 100% honest Dear with you, Dear Dietrich, did I do a bad thing? No, I don't think you did anything. Squash has sort of died out now, darling. I don't, I, I don't know. I mean, te- obviously texting any fans, well, but I, I mean, do you, squash what, do you? I thought sometimes. to myself, if this, if this was, say, a Ribena, which mm. we could call a blackcurrant squash, Sure. I would, I would feel that all right because there's something about its purpleness which makes it of the night. Oh, yeah. Yes, it's a... Whereas the orangeness of squash reminds me of the sun. It's the sort of that's morning drink, think, isn't it? Orange. I, I think... Orangey orange, drinks are very I, morningy. I would say you're right. Orange squash is your daytime friend. Yeah. And Ribena is your nightclubbing pal. Yeah. We've uh, all got them. The uh, I remember we had a... Uh, I had a cleaner once, I know, and she was going to Ibiza for a week... And um, she had her, <laughs> she had her nails done like one orange, one yellow, one orange, one yellow, and I said that's nice. And she said, "Yes, yeah, sun and sand," <laughs> which I thought was uh, fabulous. No, she um, was talking about your laundry pile. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, yes, I know. I know what you mean. I sometimes in the evening, you see a hot chocolate. Similarly, if someone hot chocolate at ten in the morning. 
Yeah. Bit, bit strange. Yes, yeah, that's true. Yeah, you'd better be skiing or something. <laughs> yeah. What are the other... Um, what are the other squashes you can get there? You can't get apple squash. Oh, you can. Apple squash. Yeah, we oh, do. Shut it's really nice. Up. I've never heard anything called apple squash. Well, we get it, and uh, and my kids were really excited that I got some the other day. Mm. It's one of the few bits of good dadding I've uh, I've got to chalk get, up. In can the you get a melon stuff. squash? Oh, I don't think so. I don't know why squash is seen as so uncool, though. <laughs> yeah. Because, well, because you know, it's quite seventies, Frank. It's not very healthy. If that's you were right. in, if we were in a cafe in LA now having breakfast, mm-hmm. and someone said, "I'll have a OG, please," and they ordered an orange <laughs> juice, that'd be fine, wouldn't it? Give me OG. Yeah. It, 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 actually, OJ Simpson was known as the Juice. I yes, he was. Yeah. Um, would he, if, if his name had been OS Simpson, would he have been known as the Squash? No, <laughs> he wouldn't. And you're suggesting <laughs> Oliver someone... Sacks. Does anyone call Oliver Sacks the Squash because he's OS? <laughs> no. That's my thing. So what would it be wrong if that same guy said, oh, give me an orange squash, please? People think, what the earth has happened? <laughs> anyway, I think squash is getting quite a bad deal. And I, can I, I also say I spent I my whole childhood not calling it squash. Squash is someone I picked up in my twin. We always called it cordial. Right. So you'd have um, orange cordial. Well, when I had my Scottish accent, we always called it diluting. Oh, did you? We would just say... Can I have some diluting, Mum? That's right. Oh, you've made it sound like a very trendy energy drink. (laughs) If it was still called diluting, that um, gorilla that escaped from London Zoo and had five (laughs) litres of Ribena would have known not to drink it neat. Yes. Um, Apparently, you weed purple for three days. (laughs) (laughs) This is the best of Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. Frank, we've had a missive... Oh, by yeah. the medium of Twitter. Ah, yes. From Nick Gray. Okay. He says the following I'm reading Frank's book, albeit a second hand copy, well, hashtag austerity. Yeah. <laughs> Imagine my surprise at turning the page to find this. Shall I explain what this is? Yes, you might have to. It's a passage which begins thus The funniest bit in the God delusion <laughs> is when Dorco says that on two different occasions he sat and listened whilst his wife read the whole book aloud to him. <laughs> yes. In, in Nick Gray's copy of the book, second-hand copy of the book, someone has crossed out Dorco and written in Biro Richard Dawkins. <laughs> <laughs> Nick Gray says, I like to think this was at Richard Dawkins himself taking exception to the over-familiarity hashtag Dorco. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Or maybe it was someone who was reading out that passage as part of a... Oh, yeah. Maybe they were auditioning for RADA. I'm reading your book. It's a strange audition. You know, the, an extra. Who was from, auditioning? Adrian Childs. <laughs> my uh, my original book, the autobiography, which I think that's from the second. Yes, book, this is from book two. Um, I was used um, in a um, O level GCSE mock exam comprehension Aww. test. So they used the passage from me, and then it had questions like, "How does Frank Skinner <laughs> uh, create a sense of?" Um, excitement in the pit. You know, all those questions you used to get at school. (laughs) Marvellous. Oh, I love that. How does Frank Skinner create tension? Kath puts Mm. her hand up. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) People are queuing up to answer that one now. (laughs) Anyway, so where did I go? I went... I'm going to tell you the former name of this place to really give it its form. It's called Bede's World. And the venerable Bede... You know, it's so a, what, were you obsessed by the venerable bead? This is like your Justin Bieber. But it's a theme park based on the <laughs> venerable <laughs> bead. What is it, Al the Bead? I don't really quite... Al? We've talked about it before, I know, but, but I we've talked remember. about it eight times and I don't well, understand it. Well, Bede was oh, a, a monk... You're going to say the mm-hmm. same thing. Yeah, who lived in Jarrow <laughs> and oh. wrote books. Uh, basically, that's a fair summary of it. Okay. Well, what's the secret of Bede's appeal for you? Well, he wrote the book. He wrote a book, an, an ecclesiastical history of England, okay. which, without which we'd know almost nothing about Anglo-Saxon 
Ecclesiastical. That's a bit hard on the archaeologists. Or about the ecclesiastical owl. Hashtag Dorco. Yeah, exactly. But this is a a theme park based on Bede, the Venerable Bede. Come on. That is something, isn't it? So what are the... They've changed it to Jarrow Hall now, but it was originally known as Bede's World. I think they thought it was a bit... uh, Can I say, the Venerable Bede, I'll be the judge of that. Well, that's how he's always known. (laughs) In fact, there was a bit, because they've got rare breed animals claiming that they were animals that were around in Anglo-Saxon. Yeah, (laughs) they got those and they got buildings and they got Bede. And... um, (laughs) I said it's a, you could play Animal Venerable Mineral. <laughs> yeah. It's a joke that you can't use every day of the week, I must say. But uh, they have got a cast of... Um, actually, it's got... It, this, the, they've got bead skull. They've got a... Uh, oh, have they? And someone did a cast of it. Mm. And it says uh, beads... Venerable oh. Bede's Skull Cast, which sounds like a fabulous gothic podcast <laughs> <laughs> you could listen that to. That should be the name of the I'm going to do a podcast is. called yeah. The Venerable Bede's Skull Cast. <laughs> it, Are there any skull say, casts? I mean, do they oh, exist? Just a quick question. How busy was it at Bede World? <laughs> <laughs> well, we got there quite late. We, we only got the last hour. Oh. Right. But a school Packed. party was arriving just as we uh, left, and it was a Sunday, so why it was a school party, I don't know. Mm. I still liked it, you know. Mm. And what did Pierre make of it? He, yeah, I he think has he... to like it, doesn't he? No, no, he does. <laughs> when <laughs> bad puss goes to bed, all his friends go to bed. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. um, I can't comment on okay. that. But um, he said he liked it. Okay. <laughs> and I said, OK, okay you can do post. the rest of the tour. <laughs> <laughs> the best of Frank Skinner. Absolute Radio. Um, okay. I've been vindicated, by the way. 245 has texted Alan. I also shred and wok the sprouts, but I fry them with garlic, bit of red chilli and finish with almonds. I struggle to say that. Almonds? Almonds? Almonds, yeah. And then he says, crack on, lad. Um, the, uh, the the Jamie Oliver recipe, I think is called um, Brussels with Hustle or something. Recommended. Okay. It's like a civic duty doing this show. It is, anyway, what I was getting <laughs> at is this thing that people say, you can't have Yorkshire pudding with turkey because Yorkshire yeah. pudding lives with beef. Yes. And this is an interest to me, a very interesting point, and I'll tell you for why. Yeah. I really like mint sauce. Oh, yeah. Oh, so, wow. so obviously when I have lamb, I have mint <laughs> sauce. But I'll also put mint sauce on beef, yeah. pork, whatever. I love mint sauce. What is it? It's I the love tiny the fact you don't pecan. care about these rules. No, but I'll tell you what it is. There's a certain thing in roast dinners, and it's Yorkshire pudding and beef. It's mm. beef and horseradish. Yes. It's pork and apples. Mm-hmm. There is a there is a monogamy that you yeah. don't find um, in, in the modern world anywhere else. <laughs> I mean, there's more <laughs> loyalty. not in relationships. Yeah, You're exactly. a bit more polyamorous <laughs> about the condiments, aren't you? That's what I need, a, bit, a, nice, a nice bit of beef. There are, there are married couples that don't have the strict loyalty code <laughs> pork and apple sauce, for example, observe. I mean, where did, how did we arrive at that? That's what you need. That's People say, question. I'm looking for my lobster. What they need to say, or my penguin, they need to say, I'm looking What's for that? my apple sauce. But uh, It means the other penguin? lobsters mate for life, and so do penguins. Oh, I see. I okay. never knew that. Thank yeah, you. but who wants to go out with a lobster? <laughs> Not a penguin. Lobster. Yeah. Who's the wor- who would you rather go out with, penguin or lobster? Oh, penguin any time. Oh, it's yeah, freezing, no. <clears throat> no, but they're cod. You know, you can cuddle one of those. There's no point <clears throat> cuddling in the cold. Look, I've been out with both. Take it from me. <laughs> yeah. Uh, okay, the breath's a He's bit fishy. He's got a history. He's got a history. Yeah. But can, can we not loosen up a bit? I was. Yeah. Having said that, I, I I had a bit of a, I had a bit of an experience this week, which I'm mm, sensing. Go, Al. Buckle up, everyone. I'm sensing <laughs> that um, I just think Al is gonna is gonna is gonna know about this, but I didn't. I was in the north of England oh, um, yeah. on tour on the road with my merry band of um, thieves of Omar and Pierre. Mm-hmm. Uh, we do sound like the three. <laughs> it's a good be the three. Uh, what they were called? Um, musky Amiga. hounds. Musketeers, yeah. Uh, musky uh, hounds. I went. Yeah. Um, and um, one of the guys said, "Oh, you know where we are, don't you?" 
we're, we're near T-Bay Services. Oh, nice. And I said, what's that? And they said, T-Bay? <laughs> Come on. And I said, I don't know what you're talking about. Do you know this, Emily? Of course I don't. So we went to T-Bay. It's absolutely nice. Well, Do you know it, Al? Really nice. It's where I actually... <laughs> oh, I'm, I've got a slight bit of PTSD about it because it's where my children <laughs> insisted on having an adult pie when they could have had a child's meal oh, for one pound. Oh, was it there? So they well, cost I think me an it's extra a place, where is It's a place that encourages that kind of decadence, I would say. It's because nice. it's, if there was a road to heaven, yeah. the services on it would be T-Bay. Oh, is way. this right? I they might drive there especially. Really. Do you know, I Does love a nice... Sometimes I'll drive off just... If I know there's one coming up... They had, freshly, they had freshly cut biltong... In the delicatessen. Yeah. At the, and also, there were people at T-Bay services who weren't wearing uh, tracksuits. Yeah. What were they at wearing? At the services. It's really different. <laughs> Can you imagine? <laughs> I saw two thin people. I mean, what's going on? What's happened to services? <laughs> it's incredible. It's got everything. They had, they've got, like, craft items. They oh, had they had pencils that uh -huh. said things like, I love books on them. It's a yeah. service. It's really different. No, I love big hardcover books about Princess Diana that you can buy. <laughs> all the world of cars. No, no, all the world of cars. Exactly. They'd, no, this, I mean, it's a lovely place. Mm. I would drive to T-Bay just to hang out and then drive back again. If well, I'm so going to. I might go after the show. I was absolutely, I mean, they had fresh biltong, three varieties. I bet if I <laughs> asked for caught. Earl Grey, they wouldn't look at me. Oh, no, oh, God, they'd have all that. So <laughs> I went in there, had a roast mm -hmm. dinner, and it was, you know, it was perfect. Yeah. yeah. Did I have mint sauce? <laughs> you bet I did. <laughs> the best of Frank Skinner. Absolute radio. One redeeming feature about whatever you may think of Jacob Rees-Mogg, whether you be pro or anti... Mm -hmm. um, or as I call him, you should put that music on when you discuss him, really, or some classy. Oh yeah, I don't have any classic no, stuff at my fingertips. But he, um, he did what I think is the funniest joke ever done by a politician. <laughs> oh, excellent! I know that's not a tough, mm. um, tough call. But he did do one joke, and it was a, like an Instagram post, which yeah. I thought was, <laughs> I really properly laughed out loud at it. Are mm. you familiar with what I'm talking I about? I don't know. I am. Do you know his son? He's got a son about, I think he's about 11 or 12, who looks exactly like Jacob <laughs> and dresses like Jacob. Right. Has got the glasses and everything. Yeah. So the picture, there's a picture that he posted, and it's the two of them standing together, both with big vote conservative rosettes. On. <laughs> they look like identical, like mini me, John. Mm -hmm. And they're standing outside a tattoo parlour and pier. Uh, place <laughs> and on the, there's a po two posters on the window of this uh, tattoo parlour that say vote Labour and it's got a picture of the two of them in their rosette standing outside this like <laughs> tattoos and piercing <laughs> and, and the caption he's put is we shall have to take our business elsewhere <laughs> <laughs> Now that, whatever you think of him, <laughs> is a brilliant good. joke. And it also is. a recognition of what yeah. they look like and how inappropriate yeah. they are in that. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man, it's, I love it. It's he, a fine joke. He deserved a lie down after that joke. <laughs> <laughs> we'll have to take Oh, Jacob. Just a, a quick email. Uh, Do you want the email corner jingle? If you've still got oh, it. Wow. Dust it off. Email. Okay, so the timing was a bit off. Good, I thought. Um, just wanted to communicate the rumours that goalkeeper David James and his partner Nadia are to dance a foxtrot to the tune of Three Lions on Strictly tonight, Prisoner 561. Yes, I've, uh, I've heard that. 
You've heard that rumour. I must say, we never really wrote it as a as a dance piece. Well, let's see how that goes. Well, it's not a you look wonderful tonight. I mean, no. I love that song. I don't know if I'd have it as first dance unless I was marrying a footballer. Mm-hmm. I remember um, Norwegian um, Dance with the Stars, or whatever it was called, oh, yeah. and uh, a, a footballer doing a, a sort of keepy-oppy type dance routine. Really? Oh. Some, yeah, that was terrible. Mm. That sounds absolutely awful. What, because what I, what will be good about it is it, it won't be me and Dave singing. It will be there, you know, their live oh. jazz guys. Oh, football <laughs> is coming home. Frank, hey! There'll be a woman going, so many jokes, so many tears. It's not going to be that, yeah. Everyone, I said, everyone needs to know the score. <laughs> they have seen it. All before. Yeah, it's going to be. Yeah, they're going to murder it. Oh, Frank, you know what I can't wait for? And I'll be dancing. No, just no. That'll be lots of brass on there. And I'll be dancing. Football is truly coming home. Yeah. David James floundering around like a, like a great porpoise. They'll have oh, can you imagine the setup as well, Frank? There'll be there'll be some sort of um, they'll have to set it up like obviously football themed. You oh, know when they dress yeah. the set, there'll be props akimbo. There'll be yeah, there'll some be, sort and, of gloves. Do you think they'll get him to do a deliberate? Because he was known as like, a glove cal- on Calamity the dress, James. Yes, oh, they'll get yeah. him to do a deliberately drop the ball thing. See, I just don't think. No, I know at the end what will happen. You know when they end up in the final position. What's the what's the end to that Get song? Out. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that, I don't think that'll happen for weeks. <laughs> no, carry on. Oh my God! <laughs> this is not a prediction. <laughs> this is not, it's not Mystic Meg. I mean, we we don't do predictions on this show. No. Anyway, I look, I look forward to seeing it. So does he. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Absolute Radio. The best of Frank Skinner. Absolute Radio. Jason Donovan this week <gasps> yes. um, was, um, became a, a heroic figure. Uh, I'm slightly confused. You saw this. It's, it's, saw it? Yeah. Never to be deleted. It's a confusing tale. Um, Jason, uh, there's a fire um, in somebody's side entrance. <laughs> we mean house. No, but it said in the side entrance. Okay, Frank. And it said, in look, here? the police said, luckily, um, like Mr. Donovan, uh, mm. he said, I'll give you the actual quote. He said he noticed the fire from his property over the road. Yeah. Right. There's a fire at his neighbour's house. Yeah, the fire was at 4.30am. Mm. Is he still operating on Australian time? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we should say, the shocker was that he ran out in his pants, wielding a fire extinguisher. Yes. I think two fire extinguishers. Two. I yeah. do apologise. Let's hope. For Let's downgrading hope him were... to the one. Yeah. He... Let's hope they were both. <laughs> okay. Okay. He, as it often happens in these stories, the the sort of reps from uh, w- from the services were, were a bit of jokers going yeah. on there. We had, um, they always quip in these stories. They quipped. He said, everyone needs good neighbours. It's actually Uh, everybody, but never mind. Doesn't scan everyone. Everyone needs good neighbours. And the watch manager on the scene, who I believe is sort of the sort of hose governor, said uh, he looks good for you. (laughs) (laughs) I think that was Snoop Dogg. (laughs) Who'll play that in the new Oliver? As I call him, Daddy. Um, So... uh, he called him, he said, he looks good for his age. Well, if Jason yeah. was in his pants, it yes. turns out. Mm. Um, now, look, I... It, <laughs> it's fine. <laughs> fine that it did. I mean, if I'd have been having a go in this, it would have been... I sleep in more clothes than most people go out in. Oh, really? So I would have been fine. No, you wouldn't. You wear a Donald Duck single pyjama top. It would well, be absolutely gross. Only in the summer. I just wear a pyjama jacket. You can't... If I, It would have been a picture of me in the paper fighting fire in just a pyjama jacket. <laughs> a bare bottom? <laughs> it would have been the worst. Oh, 
postponement slash best. Look, of my all life. this, all this would be fine, and I'd be admiring of him. Um, mm. Although he does say modest Jason played down his act of heroism. Yeah, but he did put a picture of himself doing it on Twitter. Yeah. I think, right. which is a very odd picture because there's people just standing around in it. It looks like Is there's he, loads of people. Yeah, it looks like there's loads of people there and he's just streaking through in his pants. Everyone else is fully dressed. Look, Why is he everyone else has one? managed to put clothes on. Also, everyone's everybody's got good clothes by the door. A robe. Okay? I put on a, a dirty old black t shirt. <laughs> the other day all I would say is this um, is that he has just announced a new tour oh that's convenient if I was the police I might have a look in his garden shed to see if there's any petrol cans that's all I'm saying well I think he's in Joseph isn't he Put the coat on, mate. No. Yeah, exactly. Put the Technicolor dream say, coat on. We... Cover yourself up. Excuse me. Excuse me. Hmm? Frank and I went to see his pharaoh. Oh, yeah, he plays, he's not Joseph anymore. No, oh, no. time and is cruel. You say that. Ripped. Really? Yeah. Absolutely ripped. So um, right when we said. Did you think he was ripped? He looked pretty good. Come on. Okay. Fair enough. Really? After what he's been through. You want to go up against Jado? No, he was. Um, I mean, you look fabulous, Frank. You've got a lovely yeah, pair of legs. He is. He's one of the best kept arsonists. <laughs> I think in <laughs> culture. And there, relax, and everybody. The best of Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. I did um, BBC Breakfast this week, which is a a programme we always have on uh, in silence Yes, um, in the background. Now, you might think that suggests we're not focused on the job, but if a big, if something really big happens, it keeps us, you know, there's Mm -hmm. there's, uh, like if somebody big suddenly died or something means we could, uh, Mm. we could respond. Or, um, or, you know, not mention them or something. Or not mention them. <laughs> exactly. Or, yeah, or try and find a jingle that um, is apt. Um, we, par- yeah. we partly need that because we have a running feature called 85 and Still Alive. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> we've got to make sure they are. It's regular update. It's when we're just not quite sure. Yeah. Anyway, there's a thing, when you do a show like that, you do what they what they call a phoner, where one of oh, the researchers yeah. found you and says, like, no, and just make sure that they're not going to go anywhere dangerous in the conversation and just gets all the facts clear you know you're on tour and and mm-hmm. you you know you, I was I was plugging my my west end run you mm-hmm. see and I was the, I had the conversation with the researcher I was on the top of the great tower at Conisborough Castle <laughs> Um, which um, I felt a bit bad about because there was people that had come to see the castle and there was a bloke, you know, on the phone. His media chat. Yeah. Oh, saying, uh, yes, and, and, and there is a, there's a website date for people who want tickets and all that. I mean, it was pretty... Oh. But anyway, I did it. Now, one of the things... I don't know if we've ever mentioned this on air, but one of the things I've, I'm utterly fascinated by by BBC Breakfast is when they go through the papers, they don't just hold up the paper. <laughs> There's a thing which I've come to think of as storygami, oh, where yes. they fold the paper so that just the story is, even if it's quite a small story, they'll fold it. So you see a lot of folded paper behind it, and they're holding up this tight, and it looks like it's been ironed. Mm-hmm. Razor sharp it, edges. It, it looks odd, Frank. It looks like a doll's house paper. Yeah, it's, it's, there's something unsettling about it, and sometimes you see... The tip of a shaky nail. So, yes. So, um, I was on there and I said, look, can I ask you about... Uh, <laughs> you did story garment. Yeah, you story didn't ask about the paper. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my I God. I said, I'd, I'd love... Who, is there a person whose specific job is... <laughs> Actually, it's time they got their respect. They've been yes. folding up bits of paper in the wings for years. Yeah, and, and some <laughs> shows. I mean, I've seen what people... else would ask them <laughs> That's what he's bringing. I've seen people hold up, you know, on other shows, like photocopies of yeah. stories, and, and people who can't find the, the story in the paper, embarrassing, you know. Yeah. But these guys, they've got the beautifully folded one. A real prize. And um, so I said, to, so who folds your uh, newspapers? <laughs> the, uh, and Dan Walker said, oh, that'd be, uh, that'd be Faith. Um, I'll introduce you. Oh, you've got to have faith. Yeah, exactly. Oh, good. Uh, folding faith. So, um, 
I met her. Of course, the first thing she said was, yes, I, I do do other things on the side. <laughs> so, and I, which is, I was slightly disappointed to hear. But yeah, so I've got my, I got my photo took with uh, Fight. Oh, so maybe, we'll, maybe we can put that on social media. to see that. Fold in Faith and uh, the, the woman who... Um, who gets them into lovely, like a? Do you remember there's a thing called the Millwall Brick? Sorry, the producer was absolutely lost. It. There was a thing called the Millwall Brick when you could phone it, you could fold a newspaper into a thing that you could use it as a weapon for football hooligans. Oh, I didn't know. And that. I across thought, that in Highgate. No, <laughs> and uh, she would have been great at that if, if things had turned out differently for her. But here she is on BBC Breakfast. It was special anyway. This is the best of Frank Skinner. On Absolute Radio. Do you remember I spoke recently of uh, Boiler Man? I do. Yes. And Boiler Man, in case you don't know um, out there, um, is a a man dressed as a combi boiler who is one of the mascots for West Bromwich Albion. And uh, I was a big fan of um, Boiler Man. And then they added stripes to him this season to make him look more like the West Brom shirt mm-hmm. and I spoke out about this and then someone if you remember texted in and said uh, well they've stopped they've took the, the stripes aren't on him anymore so maybe this is I think they called it an Andrew Lloyd Webber because yes. I'd, I'd already changed an encore <laughs> sound of music by my enormous you influence wield such great power opinion, yeah. opinion format <laughs> <laughs> so um I went to the match on Tuesday night mm. against Barnsley. Who should I bump into but Boiler Man? Head off. <laughs> Shut up. Head off. <laughs> no no. Way. Yeah. Because they've, have, as you know... Quite this, a big spoiler, that. But also the strict rules, Disney. I mean, yeah, <clears> instant yeah. dismissal. Baggy Bird also head off was talking to me as well. Baggy Bird, oh, yeah. So anyway... That we, wasn't me. We... Um, <laughs> By the way. No. We had... Uh, <laughs> that wasn't Frank promoting an interview we once did, saying. Baggy Bird was talking to me. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Besides, you've had all that sorted, haven't you? Yeah, I know. Um, I've got the bandages. Yeah. <laughs> Once you do the pelvic floor exercise. It's absolutely fine. Anyway. Taking it disgusting. I have. I, I have. Always. <clears throat> um, always. Always. Okay, anyway. Meanwhile. So, um, he said to me, um, I said, so you've took the stripes off. And he said, yeah. He said, we heard that you'd talked about it on the radio. Oh, shut your boiler. And he held up this blue, like, spaghetti-type mass. (laughs) And it was the stripes (laughs) that they'd peeled off him. Are you joking? So I had my photo (laughs) top with him and the discarded stripes, which I will put up on uh, social media. So am I to understand... The stripes were removed from the mascot as a direct result of you. Well, that's what he, uh, that's what he intimated to me. I don't think Boiler Man would Great lie. power. Well, can we talk about Garnosaurus Rex next? Because I have some words on him. Oh, I don't even know what that is. That's the Arsenal mascot. Oh. He's a dinosaur with... But I don't like the shirt. It's all cropped. You can't have a dinosaur in a cropped shirt. Well, OK. <laughs> I do apologise. I was right mid-message from 418, wasn't I? Ah, yes. I had the absolute pleasure of seeing Mr Frank using your... Mm, Basil brush. Yes, in (laughs) Newcastle. And I wondered if Big Daddy was responsible for the interval and pre-show music. A sort of big band, jazz, 60s cops show feel. Yes, I was. I ask... Because the James Bond theme played no less than four times. Did it really? Is Frank plotting revenge on that cleaner thief, Daniel Craig, with a plan to play Jimmy Bond himself? <laughs> Perkins well, to Bond could happen. That's from Claire. Thank you, Claire. Thank you, Claire. Yes. Um, I, it, I do. Ch- it's, it's from an album called, I think, Crime Jazz. <laughs> Which is, uh, it's got stuff like the Untouchables theme and stuff like that on it. Um, but I didn't, I, I, God, I didn't crime know. Jazz. Crime jazz. Two words a lot of people dislike. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'm against some, some people prefer crime, <laughs> generally speaking. The best of Frank Skinner. Absolute Radio. So I did the um, I did the Royal Variety performance on uh, Monday. 
Did you? Mm. I know it's not the big royal story of the week. I was going to say, I haven't meant heard much about them for a while. Well, How are they doing? I meant, well, it wasn't, it wasn't um, the Queen. It was, it, was, um, it was William and Kate. Was it? Were present. But it was, uh, it was quite a lark, I must say. Um, Rod Stewart, who was due to be on before me, they said you're on after Rod and Robbie. Did they? And then he, he, um, he cancelled that day. Did he really? That's, that's gutsy, isn't Apparently, it? Apparently, uh, yeah, Rod Stewart woke up that morning and he, and he hadn't got a sore throat. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, couldn't, couldn't perform. <laughs> Terrible. Who filled no. in for him? Who well, did you call in, in, in when, when Rod Stewart drops out? Well, basically, um, Robbie just did a song on his own, a Christmas went song. Went solo. Yeah. Right, and then later he did. He duetted with um, Jamie Collum. Jamie Collum, a bloke who I only ever meet at royal events. The last <laughs> Is that time right? I, he said, "Oh, last time I saw you was the Queen's ninety second birthday." <laughs> <laughs> I said, "Yeah, I'll see you at the trial." <laughs> so um, we, um, it's it's an interesting uh, night. Have you ever uh, ever been seen? I've not been to it or, or How do you go to it? Like, it what is it? Ballot? How do people get tickets? You well, can't just buy them, the can tic- you? I think you can. The tickets range from 70 to 350 quid. Right. Which and is, um, that's more than Eddie's odds, Charlie. Yeah. Um, which is lot. the new benchmark, is it? It is for me. <laughs> it is, it's one I look up to from a well below, can I say? What but does yeah. 350 get you? Uh, that I feel gets like you gets front... to sit in the royal box. You get front stalls. You can't buy a ticket for the royal box, right. for goodness sake. No, it'd be a security. Um, there are other but... people in the royal box. Other? But I'm, I, I, they must be official people. Well, that's the variety right. in the royal variety. <laughs> yeah, yes. <laughs> <It's>, uh, <laughs> they've got the royals, and then they have a variety of other people. They've got a prisoner, they've got yep. a working mother who's falling asleep because she's really tired and out for an evening. They've got yeah. a guy from Weatherspoon. There's a dog walker. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's like a competition. What about if they had a competition and you could, uh, you could be in the royal box? With William and Kate, and they could, you know, they had to the, sit between them. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if that, yeah, but on the floor, yeah. they had to tell you throughout yeah. what a bit like a Gillette Soccer Saturday. <laughs> they just told you what was going on, but you couldn't actually see it yourself. <laughs> I'd love that, but it was I was you have you get to share um, well you have to unless you're um, unless you're Robbie Williams, you have to share a. Um, Dressing room. When he got his own variety. Oh yeah, he got his own. Yeah, Bit well, of a lonely night for him. His his duet partner drops out, and then he's all on his own. No, he's the... got a, an entourage. Oh, has he? Well, so I shared with a, a theatre group who were doing a play called um, Grown Ups. G R O A N. They're the people who did the play What Went Wrong. Oh right, and right. all that. And also uh, a very nice uh, chap called Alexei. Alexei. Who, uh, Alexei was a Russian. Contortionist, right? And uh, for he's with uh, Cirque du Soleil. He'd be quite good in a crowded changing he room. Was, he was perfect. I mean, he yeah. was, I, bunch he, up a bit. He okay. was in, he was in the bin for yeah. most of the day. <laughs> the best of Frank Skinner, Absolute Radio. So uh, yes. Meanwhile, at the Royal Variety performance... Of course. I tell you, some of what they pack the dressing rooms with confectionery. Oh, did they? I mean, like, there was big bowls of Aribos and... Um, Does that mean they get a royal um, stamp because they were approved by the royals? I was just thinking they could fill it up with Prince Charles's biscuits, couldn't yeah, they? Oh, oh, yeah, yeah. yeah, I don't think he. Um, I don't think he'll give them free. Oh, really? No. It's a bit strict on du- it. Dutchy, Dutchy, Dutchy Yeah, the Dutchy. Originals. Yes, I think that their um, the slogan is pass the Dutchy on the left-hand side <laughs> and he's got somebody um, passing him. Obviously, to their left. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I tell you what, they, I did a thing I haven't done for years. They had filled like your some, pockets. They had some big, big chocolate bars, you know, like proper big, them ones that you get offered for a pound at, um, at oh, the yeah. airport. If you buy a certain newspaper. Yeah, so like really big. And I just, I just picked one up really big. <laughs> A slab. You, you know when you bite into chocolate in such a manner that you ignore the um, the cubings, you just bite oh, yeah. straight through as if it. And I did. I actually did that. <laughs> 
that noise. Oh, no, no. <laughs> and I haven't, I don't know what happened to me. I think it's because it was a royal event. I just went through the ceiling on it. Anyway, so at the end, we we all go out for the, uh, there's, um, you all line up together. So there's me and um, Louis Capaldi and Mabel um, lined up. Who's Mabel? I don't know Mabel. Mabel is a, a, a singer. Uh, she she performed in like a circular thing, which she danced in like an enormous, like a big O, which I thought there's a, that's an ankle snapper there because she's dancing on, on the slope part of the time. I spoke to her about this. Apparently she had to be careful. All right. <laughs> anyway, um, now they were all nice. They were very nice, the young people. That's good. Yeah, they, was, uh, they helped me to the... No, they didn't. It was fine. <laughs> and... Um, and then you line up and they say, right, now um, Prince William and uh, and the Duchess will be coming now. And I was first in the line-up. Were you? Yeah, you thought, this is a guy who can handle some royals. He'll, yeah, set, exactly. the, he'll set the tone. I think they thought the line-up is so long, we better put the old people at the front. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, so I was the first one. So, um, so Prince William comes out first, taller than I thought. I'll be right. straight with you. So he Taller than you'd ever imagined. Yeah, exactly. So he came up to me and said, uh, um, you know, all right, all right, Frank. He said, all right, Frank. I mean, they're, they're told who you are. I think he knew because he started talking about football. So I said, you know, you know, you're supposed to let them lead, but I said, this right. is the first time I've ever shook hands with a Villa fan, which um, <laughs> he seemed to say, all right. And he said, you know, um, I, I listen to your um, song every morning. And I thought, what? He said, George plays your football song every morning. And no. I was so... I, every part of me wanted to say, who? <laughs> <laughs> but I thought, no, he's, he's assuming, and obviously I do know. Uh-huh. So, um, so funny, yeah. Did you say, because we all wake up and stand to attention to the national anthem. Well, I so. do most mornings, <laughs> yes. Um, no, I didn't. I didn't because it's not really his song yet, is it? I think he. Uh, no, I said the Boz loves. I just can't wait to be king, <laughs> which I, I imagine is one of is your thing. What about if, he, if we all stood up for him and they played? I just can't wait to be king. That. <laughs> so then, um, so then, Kate, um, Kate comes over. He, he was with me a bit too long. I think he did that thing. He did the Bake Off mistake. Don't eat too much of the first cake. Because oh, right. by the time you get to the 19th slice, you feel a bit sick. Mm-hmm. But So he was with me quite a bit, talking about uh, football and comedy. <laughs> and then he moved on. And then and then Kate came. Uh, lovely frock, I must say. Right. I didn't say that to her. And she said to me... Um, so is it difficult um, go, going on um, early in the show? And I thought, meaning? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what do you mean difficult? Did it look like it was... No, I didn't like say. when you come off stage and the first thing someone goes, tough crowd, that yeah, was. Yeah, it was a bit like that, yeah. And I said, um, well, no, it was... I said I find uh, it's good to get on this... Um, at this gig early because they start to dip a bit after four or five hours <laughs> and um, <laughs> I got the laugh and I thought that's it I've got the laugh you can you can go now so then you just so, turn the music up <laughs> yeah <laughs> exactly and then uh, off she went to uh, to Lewis Capaldi but that so that that was it so I, I also I thank Prince William for doing that it's coming home before the semi-final do you see he did a he did a piece to camera and he said it's coming home <laughs> Oh, man. So, anyway, so we mainly taught football. So that was my uh, Royal Variety experience. Absolute Radio. The best of Frank Skinner. Absolute Radio. It was it was National Poetry Week this week. Oh. On, oh well, no, well, the day was on Thursday, National Poetry Day. So, you know, I don't think I heard a single poem. Oh, well, you should have called me. Oh. <laughs> So, um, well, I did because my my son, I've got a, a seven-year-old, if you're new to the show, and I know it's tedious when people talk about their kids, but there is a point to this. Um, and uh, he had to learn um, for National Poetry Day the owl and the pussycat. Oh. Right? It's a classic. Mm. I, I learned it with him because I didn't, I didn't know off by heart. It's really good to get poems off by heart. But there was... Um, the, the second verse begins, Pussy said to the owl, you mm. elegant fowl. Mm. And he 
You know he's a big Queen fan. Yes. And he started over and over again going, Pussy said to the owl, Pussy said to the owl, Dun, Pussy said to the owl, Pussy said to... And I've been unable to get it out of my head all week. And then, of course, heard out of context, people can be slightly yeah, okay, alarmed okay. by him. But um, it just was so, it's so perfect. Pussy said to the owl. Pussy said to the owl. I thought maybe we could we could try under okay. pressure with um, with that yeah. as a backing thing. What do you think? Do you oh, know the word under that. pressure? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, you do lead vocal, and maybe me and Emily can do pussy said, said to, to the, the owl. owl. Okay. okay. Well, one. hang on. What? You, yeah. All right. Go on. One, two, three, four. Pussy said to the owl. Pussy said to the owl. Under pressure. Pussy said to the owl. Pushing down on me. Pushing down on you. No matter what. Pussy said to the owl. Under pressure. I don't like when... Uh, when uh, I thought you said, I'm depressed, sir. When, when Gareth says under pressure, he really sounds like he's under pressure. It's like it's a method singing. I was under it a lot of pressure. Like, you were. It sounds like... It's the most under pressure. This is the best of Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. Can I ask you guys uh, a question? Sure. Sure. I... I've been. I, I, I just did, say I didn't say the word sure until working with Emily. And now I say it all the time. <laughs> okay. It's my greatest ever legacy. Yeah. I was in uh, Jersey on um, Wednesday night doing a gig. Was that the Bergerac one? Or was he Guernsey? Alan, though. Uh, I it's think... Graham Lasso. That's how I always think of it. Jersey's Graham Lasso, and I think Guernsey's Matt Letizia. Okay. Oh, I, I think remember. Bergerac is Jersey. Okay. okay. That's as you were. Um, anyway, someone on stage shouted out. Um, Hang on. Surely you no, were on No, no, I was on stage. Oh, God, I've got it very wrong. I did shout out quite a lot, but only in pain. Oh, yeah. oh no. Uh, no. And um, it, was, it was lovely. And someone shouted out. I mentioned that, that I'd done the Royal Variety performance, which went out on Tuesday night. Mm-hmm. And this woman shouted, tuck your shirt in. Oh, God, I was worried this was going to come up. And um, <laughs> I, I thought, I, I checked out, my shirt was tucked in. So I said, it's, oh. it is tucked in, and it got a laugh. And, uh, and then after, <sighs> I forgot about it. Mm-hmm. And I, then, I didn't. And then the next morning, I spoke to my manager, who said... Um, that, that shirt thing's all died down. And I said, <laughs> I said what, what shirt thing is that? And then some, I can't remember what happened. I can. But No, but I mean in this conversation, oh. but we went somewhere else in the conversation. Right. And, and so I was coming in this morning and I thought, hold on, I never got to the bottom of shirt gate. Right. So what, do you I'll, know what this is about? Um, uh, where's the uh, tea? Is that on it? Um, <laughs> well, one of our readers has been in touch. Okay. As far as I'm, um, Adam. Can I say this is not a setup? I no. absolutely just. No, I'm about to. I vomit. wasn't even sure you um, two would know. Oh no, I knew. I was just pretending it hadn't happened. Adam has <laughs> well, got what's in the, touch. What's there excrement on it? He just. <laughs> <laughs> He said Frank Skinner is trending on the socials. This was on the 10th of December. You were trending? You were trending. I can't be right. Last week, I was at the theatre with you when the incident happened, I believe. That was the night the Royal Variety performance went out. Right. And uh, it was when I got home that I saw you were trending on the socials. And But what was the... I I don't... Just because my shirt... A shirt was hanging out. It was because you had um, two... Yeah, the tails of your shirt were... Oh, at the back it was hanging no, out? No, at the front. Oh, for God. Well, someone should have told me. Yeah, they ought to a wardrobe. Really. You see television now, they won't spend the money. Although, can I say, the majority of... Uh, most of the comments I saw... Yes. ...said uh, people complaining about Frank Skinner's shirt being out, uh, like that's the worst thing the royal family's had to worry about this <laughs> year. Well, there you are. There's been worse things hanging out than that. Um, yeah, every cloud, they should be thinking. Oh, OK. I think most people were pro... Skinner but, but on the shirt. How, did that, how does that become a trending thing? Someone's shirt. I think. It? I think people see it and then just discuss it, and okay. then it gets what? snowballed from there, if you if you will. Do you do you recall? I mean, had you been to the 
to visit the latrine, perhaps? Bear in mind, I got to the theatre at about half past eight that morning and then wow. you're just hanging around. So I'm not a person who turns up with a suit bag. I turn up in what I'm going to wear on stage. Wow. Yes, I see. That's the best way of carrying clothes. I've yes. always found. So obviously I've been sitting around talking to contortionists and dancing girls for about <laughs> 12 hours. Morning, Cass. <laughs> so, um... Well, can I say, um, I was less focused on your shirt and more focused on the first-class material. Oh, well, there oh, you go. Excellent. What, a, of the shirt? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Sort of, yeah. Of the, of Egyptian the cotton. Yeah. <laughs> Lovely shirt. No, but you were trending. It was the only new material I got out there. <laughs> 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 Could have do with a bit of a clean, though. Is it, was, but what, I don't know why. Is it just um, when one's in front of the royal family, you should tuck your shirt in? Maybe. Gist? I yeah. think the idea was that everyone puts their sort of Sunday best on. Yeah. Well, I was um, in a suit. I mean, what do they want? Yeah, also, exactly. surely, you if you know. look at some of the things old people wear, I wasn't wearing, like... Um, like smart trousers, but with, but with like, um, you know, those elastic sort of shoes. Hospital <laughs> <laughs> shoes. I wasn't wearing those. Or those, uh, those sort of weatherproof. Uh, I think they have chains on them for the snow. Have you seen those? Oh, yeah. There were people in ripped jeans on there. On the and that's all right. On the RVP, the oh, Royal no, Variety I mean, for ripped jeans. Yeah. Well, you know what? I think it's a slight Outrageous. hangover from a slight forelock tugging attitude towards the upper class and I don't think you well, need to well, have at that. Least, I think at least we can safely establish that that's faded away. <laughs> <laughs> the best of Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. So, um, Stephen, I think not many people know that you created the first female Doctor Who. Ah, oh, Joanna Lumley and the Curse of Fatal Death. And yes. I think she was the 13th Doctor, wasn't she? <laughs> I know, isn't that's, that weird? That is quite weird. Yeah, yeah. I remember her being quite brilliant as well, even yeah, though it was, was just for a few minutes. Yeah, no, she was really, really good as the Doctor, actually. She was really, really impressive, yeah. You, d- you didn't ever think of giving her the call? I gave her the call when I was actually running the show. <laughs> yeah. I mean, well, uh, it would have worked, it would have worked. Well, no. she, she had a good uh, sci-fi pedigree, of course, because she was in Sapphire and Steel. Yes, which so. I've never seen a frame of. But You yeah. are kidding, it was brilliant. Yeah, I know, people keep telling me I'd really love it, and I've... Uh, well, there's so many box sets now, and I'm not going to live long enough to see all the television that's been made. Television needs to stop and let people catch up. That's a great idea. It's full. Yes. Television is full. There's Just hit much. the pause button on making yeah. stuff. Yeah. I'm not sure that was a smart move for me to make. Yeah. <laughs> OK. I've I worked... actually ended television, the only place that employs me. <laughs> I worked out that um, I've got enough pencils to to last me the rest of my life. Was that a, was that a lively evening <laughs> <laughs> it was a lovely christmas it was a grim realization yeah. can i can i say by the way in the subject of um, housekeeping that dracula is on um over three nights it's on the first second and third of january at 9 p.m on bbc one and it's uh, they're each 90 minutes that's right that's yeah. a lot of drac <laughs> and is it is it true the whole project started as a joke when there was a photograph and it looked like dracula yeah a photograph of benedict cumberbatch uh, uh, as Sherlock Holmes uh, framed in a window with his collar up, which yeah. of course he always had his collar up. And uh, Mark showed it to Ben Stevenson, who was head of drama at the time, and said, uh, Oh, look, it's Dracula. And uh, and Ben immediately says, Oh, do you want to do it? <laughs> and with a, with a turn of speed uh, that does not. Uh, Can I say the rest of us don't get offers like that? No, yeah. we did not. <laughs> it was a joke. I mean, and, it, and that was 2011 or something. It yeah. was a long time ago. And we're far too lazy to respond to something like that. So it was many years later when we started so joking. I got so, so jealous reading that because we make jokes on this show every week. And I don't think any of them have led to any work. It's well, like, it's the only joke we make that ended up as a TV show. I mean, some some of my TV shows ended up as jokes. That's a different thing. <laughs> Simply not true. I can't I can't stand by and have that said. Um, c- can I ask you? Um, a, a, a question about Doctor Who. When you were, when, when you were, <laughs> <laughs> my Stephen. favourite character was in Mummy on the Orient. Stephen, no, I wasn't going to ask that. <laughs> so embarrassing. When you were writing Doctor Who, did you feel? <laughs> did you feel that you were writing a children's program? 
Yeah, I think fundamentally, yeah. But I have a, I mean, I have strong views on what children like on television. So, uh, I don't, I don't think children's television is childish. And I think a, a children's pro- program that doesn't appeal to adults is a very silly idea. Mm. You know, of course it should. And uh, and of course, I mean, what's Star Wars about a bunch of kids' films? Of course it is, and that's why we love them. Mm. Um, what, what are superhero movies? Are they what really? We actually think Spider-Man's a real person? No, uh, we we never grow out of children. Great children's stories appeal to children and adults. The failing of adult shows is that they only appeal to adults. He said while promoting <laughs> Dracula. <laughs> so, uh, let's, let's just rewind that. <laughs> 9 p.m., remember, on, <laughs> on BBC One. Watch it, yes. kids. Now, Watch em- it. Emily, whenever I mention Doctor Who, often reprimands me by saying, yes, that's a kid's show, I believe. What's wrong with that? What's wrong no, with that? I don't have any problems with that. I think it's more to do with the fact that I grew up with the a lot of the Doctor Who cast in the 70s mm. because there were actors what coming an in and out. What an extraordinary way to be brought up. No, yes. no. Was, were they but selected is, for that reason? Okay, let me explain <laughs> to you. I was Roger Delgado. No, I couldn't see them as monsters because I saw them smoking cigarettes in our front room and having wine. Do you see right. what I mean? I have a remarkable image of Cybermen sprawl <laughs> around your room, babysitting. It was a bit like that. It was okay. a bit like that. So yes, but, that, but that's the only reason I would say that. And also, I know Frank is such a huge fan of yours though. I mean, I, I don't think I've ever seen... Don't embarrass so- me. Well, you've already done that yourself. <laughs> so let me ask you about Doctor Who. I think I've hidden you, that you quite well. You seem impervious to embarrassment, Frank. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm, I'm, I'm pretty good with it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, I embrace it. I think that's the secret. The best of Frank Skinner. Absolute Radio.